0: So, I guess it's a good thing, but uh, the 737 MAX is back in the air. I know. Brazil's Golinhas Arias, I think that's how you pronounce it G O L L I N H A S A E R E A S. Golinhas Arias, uh, Brazil's Golinhas Arias, performed the first scheduled Boeing 737 MAX flight. With passengers since March of 2019 on Wednesday. Hey, that's today for those of you listening live on uh, Wednesday, the 9th of December 2020. Uh, Flight 4104 departed uh, Sao Paulo en route for Porto Alegre and arrived without issue. Climbed up to 38,000 feet and everything went great. So they have 95 orders for Boeing 737 Max Jets, and they're eager to get that fleet flying again. So yay, uh, you know, just, I mean, pray that it one doesn't crash in the next. How long? How long do you go with the 737 Max? And if you have a crash, does it shut it down again? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if it's literally an accident, I mean, maybe they get away with it, but right away, I don't know. Let's just pray that it doesn't happen. But for now, all is good. And the 737 Max is back in the air. Yay! Welcome to Chewing the Fat. <laughs> Well, before we get into the airline passenger traffic numbers that the U.S. Department of Transportation just released, uh, I want to remind you that an overwhelming amount of people, and I'm sure I don't have to even remind you if you're one of them, uh, expect to live the rest of your life with some pain. Are you one of those people? (laughs) Yeah, an overwhelming amount of people are, that's for sure. Over 50 million people uh, in America miss work due to pain. Uh, Incredible. And that's where Relief Factor can come in and help you get your life back. You know, our brains aren't designed to remember pain accurately. So, I mean, it's a biological defense mechanism that allows us to, you know, live better lives. And what keeps you from, you know, remembering exactly how much pain you were in when you stumbled in the driveway and went head first, flat down, no no catching yourself, just smashing into the concrete. And you remember, you know, how bad that hurts, but you don't really remember how much pain you were in. And that's good, right? I mean, that's good because then you kind of learn from it. You say, I shouldn't trip on the concrete and go face first into concrete. (laughs) It's going to hurt real bad. But for many of us, uh, me included, pain is a daily thing. A constant reminder that life can be really hard. So if you're suffering from chronic pain, all you want to do is make it go away. And that's where Relief Factor comes in. ReliefFactor.com Only $19.95 for a three week quick start gets you off and running on, and literally it may get many of you off and running Uh, It makes the pain less agonizing Relief Factor 70% of the people who take it go on to order more. And it was designed by doctors. It's not a drug It's going to help you get your life back. Relieffactor.com. Now you can call 800-500-8384 or just go to relieffactor.com. The trick is get that three-week quick start and get yourself out of pain. And then you'll realize, oh my gosh, I can start doing some things again. The elbows, the knees, the ankles, the wrists don't hurt as much, if at all. I can actually start doing things again. Relieffactor.com Call 800-500-8384 or go to relieffactor.com So, anyway, U.S. Airlines. According to this, the U.S. Department of Transportation or the U.S. Transportation Department said that 62% 62% fewer passengers in October over the same month last year down. Okay, they were down 62% over the same month last year in October. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, they claim that uh, it's still remaining down 60%. They're saying uh, domestic was down 60 international was down 77%. Okay, I'll give you the 77% because I think we're closer to that. I mean, holy cow. Thanksgiving, we broke, we finally got back over a million for what I say. There was three or four days there that were over a million, right? One, two, three, four days in that Thanksgiving week that were over a million. And then there were a few days in there that were 900,000 pushing a million. But before then, you were looking at, you were happy to have six or 700,000. Now, this last week, we're dropping again. Uh, Yesterday was 500,000. And during the crunch early on, remember, we were covering the numbers every day going through the turnstile. I mean, it was in the hundreds of thousands. It was incredible how far it dropped. Right, and the lowest it got, I think, was like eighty six thousand. So to say that it's down sixty two percent, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a mathematician. But last year in December, and I know we were talking about October. Let's take a look at October, shall we? That'd be the tenth month of the year. Uh, let we'll use the we'll use the October thirtieth. All right, October thirtieth this year. Eight hundred and ninety two thousand seven hundred and twelve. Right last year, the same day, two million three hundred and nineteen thousand nine hundred and six. So fifty per cent would be a million one hundred and fifty thousand. So that's about right. Then on the thirty, so the U.S. Department of Transportation were telling us the truth because <laughs> if you two million three hundred nineteen thousand nine hundred six minus sixty two percent is eight hundred eighty one thousand, and then we said it was eight hundred ninety two thousand just on that one day. So every they were all right around two million or more every day. So that, that I, you know what. You know what? They're right. Amazing. You're not being lied to <laughs> From the US Transportation Department. Thank you. All right, thank you. Never mind then. I I, I I forgive you for me thinking that you were lying to us, okay? I forgive you. Did you see where uh, Elon, the big news, moving to Texas? Uh, it didn't say where he was moving. It just said that he moved. Texas. I mean, he said uh, he's got uh, in an an interview with Wall Street Journal, he said uh, the two biggest things I've got going on right now are the Starship development in South Texas and then the big new U.S. factory for Tesla. So it wasn't necessarily a great use of my time here in California. Oh. Hmm. Couldn't have anything to do with some of the tax benefits of, you know, the second or third richest guy on the planet, or at least in the United States, uh living in Texas rather than California. Couldn't have anything to do with that. I hope he explains that to whatever employees come uh you know come dragging behind him here in Texas. Now I wonder where someone like, like Elon Musk would live. Where would Elon Musk live? Oh I know Austin. He's <laughs> guaranteed that he's living somewhere in the greater Austin area. And Elon, if you're looking for a place and you need employees to, uh, you know, to work out and stay in shape and, uh, learn how to get things going for you to work even harder for you, go to better you performance and talk to Elvis Fisher. This is a, it's not an ad. I'm just saying, uh, it could work out for you. He's right there in Austin. And, uh, he does, you know, he's got services he can help you with online, but he can also do it in person. Elvis Fisher, better you performance. Just check it out. And I know that Elon, uh, sold some, uh, sold like $5 billion share sale. Uh, so, you know, the stock price is surging. So, you know, maybe he's, you know, looking to buy some property. <laughs> <laughs> It needs a little uh, you know, working cash. So not all tied up in stocks. <laughs> and speaking of electric cars and uh Tesla and uh what's happening as far as the automobile industry is concerned, about a hundred and fifty General Motors dealers are parting ways with Cadillac. Yep, they're got their they were saying, you know, we don't want to spend all the upgrades that you're requiring us to do to sell electric cars. We well, don't want to do that. So I'll tell you what, uh We'll go ahead and get it get it out, okay? So GM recently gave the dealers a choice accept a buyout ranging from three hundred thousand to more than a million to exit the brand, or spend about two hundred thousand to upgrade their dealerships for the sale of electric vehicles. It's kind of weird. Um, about 17% of Cadillacs, 880 U.S. dealerships agreed to take the offer and end their franchise agreements with the luxury brand. Many of them own other GM brands like Chevrolet, Buick, and don't sell many Cadillacs. That's really weird because it seems like for a couple hundred thousand dollars, that would be worth the upgrade. I'm surprised that GM isn't paying for those upgrades. GM's not, uh, you know, maybe, I bet you down the line, some of their their best, dealerships will get extra bonuses for doing the upgrade. Maybe not. You know, a Cadillac dealer will be going, they don't pay for anything. We pay for it all. Okay. All right. I got you. Don't worry about it. I hear you. I hear you. But look for less Cadillac dealers out there. And that, you know, may be devastating for some. And not so devastating for others. So, yesterday we talked about Fort Bragg and what was happening at Fort Bragg after uh, two soldiers were found uh, murdered or at least shot to death. And they believe that it had to do with uh, drug dealing, uh, something to do with widespread uh, crime that was going on at Fort Bragg. And it's been the fourth or fifth murder this year. Uh, On or around the base Well then we get news About Fort Hood In Texas Uh, 14 Fort Hood soldiers Fired or suspended Over violence at the base Wow They Have ordered policy changes To address chronic failures of leadership That contributed to a widespread Pattern of violence including murder Sexual assault and harassment In a sweeping condemnation of Fort Hood's command hierarchy, Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy fired three top commanders and suspended two others pending a further investigation. He also ordered a separate probe into staffing and procedures at the base's Criminal Investigation Command Unit, which is responsible for investigating crimes on Fort Hood. They come after a a year after they saw 25 soldiers assigned to Fort Hood die due to suicide, homicide, or accidents, including the death that brought all of this to light, really, was the Vanessa uh, Gillian uh, when she went missing for about two months and then they found her remains uh, where she was bludgeoned to death. And they went, the world went crazy, right? I mean, they had the, the hashtag, and when you get a hashtag, And I'm very sorry that she was murdered. Very sorry. But when you get a hashtag, now you've been noticed in today's world. I am Vanessa Gillian was the hashtag. And so, like I said, you get that, you're good to go. So he was, McCarthy said that there were major flaws in the response to sexual assault and harassment directly related to leadership failures, gravely disappointed in the commanders, without leadership systems don't matter. I mean they are at least on the surface, they look like they're really taking care of business. I hope so. But then as you read on he talks about how many, you know, there's a lot of turnover, many of the officers were inexperienced and overassigned. Of course the mom wants uh justice for her daughter, wants people to serve jail time. So we'll see if something comes of that. I don't know. They've set up new ways to handle soldiers that went missing. He said uh, that there were no uh, detailed procedures for what commanders of small units should do if a soldier is missing, but not necessarily AWL or absent without leave. The new policy requires leaders to list service members as absent, unknown, for up to 48 hours and to do everything they can to locate the soldier to determine if the absence is voluntary before declaring anyone AWOL. Now, what does that mean? Um, Everything they can. I mean, are are we... sending soldiers off to search for missing soldiers of other soldiers that have gone missing? Or do we just say, Ooh, yeah, Bill's been missing for 48 hours. So we'll just put absent unknown for up to 48 hours. And then we looked around and we didn't see him. So they gotta be a W O L and you know, we hope to find him. Take care <laughs> of I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they can. They come up with a you know new investigative unit that actually takes care of that. And I don't know if you do that per base or if you do that. You know, I mean, that's what NCIS is for, okay? NCIS takes care of that. Hello, call Gibbs. What are you kidding me? I mean, apparently they have their own Gibbs called uh, the Criminal Investigation Command Unit. Uh, CICU. So, I, you know, they're responsible for the probing or investigating crimes on Fort Hood. Guess they weren't doing that great of a job. So the panel submitted 70 recommendations to end the toxic culture, fo- focusing on things like protocols around missing soldiers, which we talked about, and crime prevention. Oh, okay. You'd think that was already going on, but I guess not. Apparently... This is what's been going on at Fort Hood for years, and they're looking for a little bit more transparency. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? (laughs) we need transparency is the break room and that's where we're headed right now because i need something cold to drink oh my gosh that is so good i don't know if i've ever told you that before but that ice cold drink in the break room is remarkable oh boy It is not going to smell good in New York for quite some time. Apparently, dead fish have been washing up along a 60-mile stretch of the Hudson River. And advocates fear they're suffocating to death following a similar, similar mass fish fatality over the summer. So carcasses of a type of herring known as bunker fish have been swatted, spotted, from the New York Harbor to Mystery Point in Garrison. It's, they've received numerous reports of dead and dying bunker fish up and down the Hudson and out east in the North Fork of Long Island over the span of the last two weeks. And guess what's causing it? I know. He said observers took videos of the fish gasping for air while swimming in circles and dying in the waters. Yep, you guessed it. Climate change linked problem. Now they don't know what it is. They're not sure what's causing it, but it's gotta be a climate change linked problem. So according to the uh, information officer, Joe Ryan, he said that the mass die off is usually, and we don't know the answer, he's just guessing, uh, usually due to a lack of oxygen in the water. And that, of course, has got to be because of a climate change-linked problem uh, that caused hundreds of fish to suffocate in July. Really? Is is that why? Oh, that's right. There was all kinds of sewage seeping into the water. Right. And, of course, that was exasperated by hotter summer weather, and then the oxygen levels plummet. So, I guess that's a climate change-linked problem (laughs) okay all right so one of the biggest problems according to joe ryan the public information officer is sewer overflows leaking raw and partially treated sewage into our bays causing algae blooms and oxygen levels to drop uh yeah what makes it even worse though is warmer water and more rain I would think, and I'm—I am not an information officer, but don't you want more rain? Uh, that would be fresh water into the river, which would give it more oxygen. And just a thought, you know, just a thought. But you know, I don't know. They took—they've got some fish that they've taken uh, to the. Bureau of Fisheries, the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation Bureau of Fisheries and they're going to be uh, doing necro- necropsies on them and we'll see what caused their death. I'm sure that it will be whatever it is plus a climate change link problem. But no matter what happens <laughs> it's going to be smelling along the Hudson River. So I would be prepared to have some odor in the air it's kind of like the red tide in florida man you get that red tide and you start getting all that dead fish in the red tide and it washes up to the shore and it's out there off the coast a little ways and oh man does it does it smell good and you just love walking along the beach and smelling the fresh air of dead fish and Walking through the dead fish, it's just beautiful. So they've got that to look for, and maybe you do if you live along that area of the Hudson River. You've got that to look forward to, so (laughs) enjoy your winter. (laughs) While you're out for those long walks, smelling the fresh air, you should be listening to Chewing the Fat Podcast, like you're doing right now. If you're listening to this show right now, though, and you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat Podcast... You need to be. I don't know why you're not. You don't need to answer it. You don't need to give me any excuses. You just need to do it. Okay? So choose a platform. There's a plethora of them out there. You can use iTunes. You can use uh, iHeartRadio. You can use Stitcher. You can use Spotify. You can use iTunes. But you need to subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay? Become a subscriber. Here, I'll help you. Please. See, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm being nice. Thank you. And you can, you know, it'll be, it'll be, it's, well, it's a way for you to better your life, is what it is. All right. So while I say thank you, I mean you're welcome as well. Okay. For bettering your life. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher and, you know, just make your life that much better. Okay. All right. Good. So I think. I had this story yesterday and I was just trying to figure out what they were going to do with it. And I I don't think they're going to do anything other than just be an ad. They're doing a Colonel Sanders Lifetime drama Christmas movie called A Recipe for Seduction. And it's going to be, I think, 15 minutes long. Uh, They're buying time on Lifetime, I think, is what I understand about it. And you're going to be, it's going to, it's a commercial for KFC and Colonel Sanders, but it's going to be, uh, you know, a recipe for seduction. Oh yeah. With Colonel Harlan Sanders. I know, I know. I guess it's part of the a commercial for yum brands and they're just going to buy the time. It's going to air on December 13th people who order KFC on Uber Eats for delivery can get six of the chains extra crispy tenders for free when they make a purchase totaling 20 during you know at that time I guess the show airs at noon so they want you to get your KFC and watch uh, a recipe for seduction and enjoy it should be fun now lifetime what you need to do is play a Christmas twist from Blaze TV right after um a recipe for seduction now you're going to get some viewers now you're going to get some viewers so you're welcome but look out for it it's got Mario Lopez in it he's uh you know okay <laughs> he's playing Harold Mario Lu- Lopez is playing Harlan Sanders? ooh, Okay. If you say so. You know, it's a mini-movie that hinges less on the chain's secret recipe of 11 herbs and spices and more on dysfunctional family dynamics and forbidden love. A recipe for seduction. So enjoy it. <laughs> have, have yourself a merry little recipe for seduction. I see the headline, Ellen DeGeneres lashing out at Porta de Rossi. I know that means things are getting a little hairy around the old Ellen household, which means things are not going well. And that means that the show, as predicted here on Chewing the Fat, is just about over. The show is rapidly losing viewers due to the workplace allegations. I'm sorry, due to the toxic workplace allegations. And now all hell is broken loose behind the closed doors. She's panicking. And so we're told that she's taking it out on Porta. If that's true... (laughs) That is, well, it's terrible. I don't want them fighting and I want them to have a happy life. But according to this, the paparazzi has taken photos of the couple, you know, walking through, walking about shopping. And of course, I guess they were fighting alongside of their road, alongside of the road. And they, you know, we'll see. We'll see if that's true. If true, if true. Things are looking a little shaky around the old Ellen Porta household. And it's all because of that toxic environment called the Ellen Show. Congratulations to Howard Stern. Uh, you knew he was going to sign the deal. We talked about his deal coming up on Sirius. This was the last year of his deal. The hundred and, you know, what is it? A hundred million or a hundred hundred million a hundred million a year. And so he just signed a new multi-year deal with Sirius. According to financial terms, according to experts, financial terms weren't disclosed, but we're guessing that uh, it's about $120 million a year. That would be tough to say no to, which is why Howard didn't. So he's still, you know, he's got, I mean, it's, it's Sirius XM Stern, whatever else happens on Sirius, great. And you know, he talked about how he had, uh, you know, had a toxic relationship in terrestrial radio, and so he claimed that uh, Sirius XM liberated him, and uh, it, it feels like it did. So, I just want to throw this out there, Sirius uh, Chewing the Fat should be on Sirius XM, and call me. Email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com and we'll, we'll make that happen. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Thank you so much. Let's see where DoorDash well, and Airbnb are going public, but DoorDash, is uh, going public with a uh, hundred two dollars a share, which I guess is good. It's about a $39 billion market cap. Good for them. I know the pandemic uh, according to this solidified DoorDash's lead in the U.S. food delivery industry. Uh, Number two is Uber Eats at 28%. Uh, That makes uh, sense that Uber is selling off its advanced technologies group to Aurora Innovations. And remember that's the advanced technologies group for Uber was for the fleet of self-driving cars. And the I think it had something to do with the flying taxis, too. I don't remember. But for sure, the self-driving cars. So they claim that they're not getting out of the business. They're just selling it off and taking it easy. Okay. Of course, we don't want to... We're not saying we're getting out of that business. Oh, my gosh. That would make us look like uh, capitalists. We don't want to look like that. No. No, no, no. But they've got to find a way to save some cash. And look, if DoorDash is, you know, number one, and they're already talking about... uh, looking to try to deliver other things besides food trying to you know be the you know that last mile of delivery for amazon <laughs> okay and i don't know that it's for amazon It'd be for other businesses as well right they want to uh you know local businesses will have use doordash to deliver the not only the food but you know if you buy a pair of pants from joe's pants <laughs> You get the, you know, Joe's pants will be delivered by DoorDash. Man, Uber Eats better hop sing, man. They better get on that quick. Know what I'm saying? I think you do. I think you do. And, and quick update. The World Economic Forum's summit, typically held in Davos, is being moved to Singapore And now taking place in May. And you ask yourself, why would they go from Davos, Switzerland, to Singapore? Weird. Well, it usually takes place in January. So they're moving it to May. And they've decided because of the pandemic and they're safeguarding the health and safety of participants and the host community They've decided to hold it in Singapore. Well, that's the best place to hold the meeting, right? So Davos said, "No, uh, do not bring your pandemic <laughs> COVID nineteen World Economic Forum to us. Either cancel it and come back next year, or go someplace else." And they, I mean, the World Economic Forum could not meet. <laughs> I mean, do you expect them to Zoom call in? No. They've got to be able to fly somewhere and have a meeting. Okay? So if Davos said, get out, we'll see you in January of 2022, and they had to find another place, they either had to not have it or find a new place. And they obviously found a new place. So May in Singapore, nothing but good times. Nothing but good times. <laughs> So the vaccine's out and people are taking it and there's new vaccines are coming. So the UK has started their vaccinations and they're looking for criminals. Okay. Yeah, I know you think to yourself, what, why would people steal the vaccine? Well, would they steal it or just try to make it go bad? I mean, it has to remain cold. The Pfizer vaccine has to be stored at minus 70 degrees Celsius or minus 94 Fahrenheit. So it's vulnerable to sabotage for sure. In addition to theft. So they've got, I mean, that supply chain has got to be guarded. No question. And according to Red Goat, the cybersecurity firm, who doesn't know about Red Goat, It's the most valuable asset on Earth right now. This will attract highly skilled cyber criminals, criminal groups, and state actors. Europol has warned that organized crime groups might target trucks containing vaccines for theft and hijacking. And last week, Interpol warned against an onslaught of all types of criminal activity linked to the COVID-19 vaccine. Which it described as liquid gold. I say liquid gold and all I can think of is the Beverly Hillbillies. So, now I've got that stupid song in my head. I might have to come up with a a little song from the theme of Beverly Hillbillies. You know, talking about uh, Jed out shopping and getting... First thing you know, Jed's got covid said UK is a place you ought to be so they loaded up the truck and they moved to England <laughs> liquid gold that is something like that just off the top of my <laughs> if you have some lyrics email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com to liquid gold The first thing you know, oh, Jed's got COVID. Again, folks said, Jed, move away from here. Said, UK is a place for vaccines. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Windsor. (laughs) (laughs) Something so stupid. Speaking of COVID-19, though, we talked a little bit about this on Pat's show this morning. I've been, you know, sitting in with Pat every day on Pat Unleashed and have a great time. I love Pat and I hope you enjoy the shows as well. And we talked a little bit about the new, and it's not new, uh, this cycle threshold value. It's just coming to light now. And I found this article from May that they're talking about how to interpret the SARs COV-2 test with the cycle threshold value. And what they mean by that is that each test tells you whether you're positive or negative, but it also provides a measure of the viral load in the sample. And that's called the CT, the, the cycle threshold. And that is a clinical decision that can aid in the interpretation. So what they're saying is, is that if the viral load is low, and I think as you get into this article from these doctors, it gets into the percentages of where it needs to be. And I haven't read the 85 page, uh, interpretation, but they talk about how the lower the, the load you can write your own jokes that would mean removing people from isolation right so if you had a low viral load then you wouldn't need to be isolated or quarantined because you're not contagious but okay we'll see how that how that pans out right now we're still on the negative positive And if you're positive, go away for seven to 10 days. And if you're living with someone that's positive, you get to go away for the seven to 10 days. And then you get to go away for another seven to 10 days after the first person who tested positive has already either got two negative tests or reached their 14 day limit, I think. So it's really, really a kind of a strange place that we're in no no question about it so i saw where there's a list i tell you about the uh, you know the emails that i get and they all the stories and headlines and what's going on and and some of them are good some of them aren't worth reading some of them are reading one of them one of the ones that uh is really good is called um, morning brew i think this is where i got this from and uh They do a pretty good job on uh, stories and headlines and what's going on. But they also always have little funny lists. And I like this list today of the actual names of stars. Like Eminem. His real name is Marshall Bruce Mathers III. And they give a list of all these real names. And you got to try to guess who they were, right? So... Austin Richard Post, uh, Belcalis Marlenas Almanzar, Peter Jean Hernandez, Chayam Witz, Stefani Joanne Angelina Germanata. <laughs> so, Austin Richard Post, you guessed it was Post Malone. Uh, Belcalis Marlenas Almanzar, Cardi B. Peter Gene Hernandez, Bruno Mars, Chiam Witz, Gene Simmons, and Stefani Joanne Angelina Germanotta, Lady Gaga. Interesting, right? I know, it was just really, I just found it fascinating with people's real names. And it all started because of Bob Dylan. I was thinking about Bob Dylan yesterday and selling all his rights to his music for... They were—they're saying three hundred million. It had to have been more than that. Bob's not selling his work for three hundred million anyway. His real name is Robert Allen Zimmerman. Yeah, I would have gone with Bob Dylan too. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/podcasts. So we've talked about what a difficult time this uh, pandemic has been on family husband and wives and we joked around about uh you know the divorce rate would go up after the uh, lockdowns and that pretty much held true and people are still struggling but i see a headline talking about uh people who got caught cheating and this was you know during this time and i was going through them and some of them sound real some of them don't sound real So, you know, as I was looking at it, the first one says my dad just got busted last week for this. So normally he just drives his own car, but recently has been using my mom's car uh, to, to run a bunch of errands because it gets better mileage. Well, he used it so often that the Bluetooth in the car automatically connected to his phone when he and my mom got in the car to go to my grandpa's funeral and cue the car reading out loud a text from my dad's mistress. Ooh, that would hurt. After 36 plus years of marriage and eight children, my parents just separated. Thanks for effing up our family more than it already was, Dad. I think that's your ticket right there. Thanks for effing up our family more than it already was. Ooh, I like there could have been some issues already. Um, (laughs) Number two, uh, a friend was living with her partner through lockdown, thought he was going for long dog walks or to visit his mom, turns out he was actually going to his pregnant girlfriend's house. That's tough, and that's uh, kind of believable, but you have your mom and your wife and your pregnant girlfriend all in the same neck of the woods? That is a tough one. So according to this, one of the staff members found out her husband was having an affair at the beginning of the lockdown, and while we were waiting for the IET equipment, uh, we had uh, staff log into their system using their own devices. And her husband had saved <laughs> her husband had saved a hotel booking confirmation to a desktop that she had used for a while. It was a tough one. Good job, bro. Should have used. Uh, Should have kept it on your laptop. Okay. Uh, This one says, I've heard a few stories of people getting caught due to the fact that constant texting became real obvious. One case of someone getting caught for inviting people from a dating app over to the house while everyone else was working. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I'd buy that, but you know, the the person was saying, personally, I I have no idea how people find the time to have a job and two relationships. Just ridiculous. Okay, well. Uh, while you may find that a little difficult, uh, others say that it's a, that's a task they want, right? Uh, according to this COVID made it easier for, for my husband to cheat. He was laid off and I was still working full time. My workload doubled. So I would be home later than usual and extremely exhausted. He would sneak them in the back door while I was asleep at night. Wow. If that's true, what a dirtbag you need to be rid of that guy anyway. So my friend got a call from her coworker at 2 AM. Coworker was drunk as hell, stranded. My friend picked her up, offered her a couch to sleep on sober until the morning buses run again. My friend woke up to run her boyfriend. No, I don't believe that. I'm sorry. That's just a, a boyfriend says he was too drunk. Okay, the book stayed with her. Nope, that's just a story. I never believed it would happen to me until I did. Don't believe it. Not true. According to this... Oh, this is, this is just cheating on a diet. I mean, who has... <laughs> According to this, my neighbor got busted cheating on his uh, Corona diet that he and his wife were doing. He'd go out for a run up to the Little Caesars, eat a pizza, drink a soda, then come home sweaty and take a shower, brush his teeth... And then uh, they were, uh, you know, she would be diligently doing her part on the diet. That I almost believe. Almost. I almost believe that. I'd like to believe that. While the wife would say, hey, I'm losing weight like mad. Why aren't you? That wouldn't take very long to get caught. But (laughs) Uh, I don't know that I actually would buy it. So the person I thought was my girlfriend was actually having an affair with me. Lockdown made her way less available, especially during normal daytime hours, which I had never been an issue before. Started getting very suspicious when she would only speak on the phone in the car. There were a lot of other red flags, but the lockdown made it way harder for her to hide her BS. So was it her BS or was it just that you finally realized what was going on? But just because you thought she was your girlfriend uh, doesn't mean that she... you were her boyfriend. You were the cheater, my friend. Cheater. My father and I caught my mother and what we found out was a six plus year affair. Wow. With her boss at work. She went out to get ice cream and left us her phone to solve a word puzzle she was stuck on. Dad apparently (laughs) was suspicious, of course, and went through her texts it got real ugly when she got home and our family has been in ruin, ruin since very sad that I actually, you know, believe dad of course was suspicious to begin with that. There were problems and, uh, you don't know for how long, but you know, that that just, you know, rips families apart. I know who among us hasn't been divorced. Raise your hand. That's what I thought. And so, you know what I'm saying? there's a whole group of men with other children and family who they can't visit because of quarantine. Hard to find an excuse to leave the house for long periods of time. When you know, now work from home, Uh, other kids, family must wonder why dad is never home anymore. (laughs) So if you've got a second family, the quarantine makes it really tough, uh, really tough. So you know how that goes. I know, I know. This one, uh, my parents broke quarantine rules to have a family friend over and my mom ended up sleeping with him. I never thought it would happen to me until it did. Incredible. I couldn't believe it. Answering this on behalf of a friend, the lockdown seemed to make it easy for him to get out of the house. He would go on daily bike rides in the middle of the day and she, his coworker, would pick him up around the corner they check into a local hotel. All was great until he got busted doing it. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, every all of this is always great until you get busted doing it, my friends. I managed to be putting away laundry while working, and walked by the bathroom while my wife was having a phone. Sex with a guy in six states away. We went through the phone records and tracked down. This has been going on for a significant amount of time. The meetup stopped when she couldn't travel for work. Yeah, the pandemic, that one hurts. Right. She couldn't travel anymore. I finally found out that my now ex was cheating on me for the entirety of our relationship. The quarantine didn't even end the affair. It just brought it to light. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's, mean, that's, that's what we had talked about it as well. And... You know, it's it's sad and it's horrible that it goes on. But when we talked about it early on in the pandemic, I got to thinking that this was really going to bring it to light. And what brings it to light as well is that, you know, you don't, you know, couples have, they don't have affairs, but they are, it's good being apart. And these pandemics really bring out the, ooh, got to be together another day oh no i gotta look at the time i gotta seriously man do i want to be here but i gotta i gotta well you know i gotta so talk to you later